Today on episode number 492 of the School of Podcasting's morning announcements, which you can find right over there at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 492, he is back. The most shared episode this year by by hands down was Glenn the Geek from Horse Radio. Dot com. This is a guy that's making a living with his podcast, and he's back after doing a one-day event. And wait till you hear the cool, creative stuff that Glenn did to get his sponsors. It's awesome. We're also going to talk a little podfest.us. Also, we have a Because of My Podcast story from Glenn, and we've got another one from The Real Brian. And that's right. I've hit a new milestone. I'm a verb, baby. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting. With Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005, I'm your very own personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, we talk about all things podcasting. I help you massage your message. I help you tackle the technology. I help you face your fears and flatten that learning curve and get you on the road to pain-free podcasting. Our website is schoolofpodcasting.com. If you want to sign up, use the coupon code LISTENER and save on your first month. And one of the things I love to play on this show, and if you can answer this question, go over to schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact is because of my podcast blank. Well, today on the show, he's an awesome guy. Can't wait to uh, hang out with him in February. You'll hear more about that a little later is Glenn the Geek, America's house husband. And check this out. We talk about how do you make money with podcasting and are our advertisers going to come on? Well, there are people like Glenn that are out there finding ways to make it work. And the beauty of this is Glenn creates a success story and then uses that success story to secure more advertising. So here is a Because of My Podcast story from Glenn the Geek. Can I tell you a little because of this show? Oh, absolutely. I listen to your show every week. So uh, as you know, because I comment almost every week, you're probably sick of my emails. <laughs> but uh, we, I have a because of this show, and it's real quick. We keep an eye on Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. I always keep an eye on Kickstarter. If there's something horse-related, we'll sometimes highlight it on one of our shows, and, you know, if, if I think the product's any good. So we had this product called Smooth Stride Jeans. It's riding jeans. They're made for horse people. They have padding in all the right places and stuff. And there, were, there was really an absence of riding jeans in the market at this point. So I called them and I said, I think you have a good product. Uh, send us a pair. My wife will try it out and we'll see if we want to endorse your Kickstarter campaign and have you on. Well, they did. My wife loved them. So we had them on the show. They were really lagging. They needed $30,000. They were at like 3000 and they had like 16 days to go. So we had them on the show. At that same trade show, uh, about three months later, I'd forgotten all about them. At that trade show, three months later, they came over so excited and said, because of our show, they went over their goal within five days. Nice. And one of our listeners donated almost $1,000 to them to, to get this done. And they said it was because of our show that they did that. They're now a sponsor. Beautiful. All right, we're going to keep the ball rolling here. One of my favorite people on the planet, the real Brian from ProfitCast Universe, was uh, talking about this on his latest show. Brian is a big fan of the TV show Arrow. You can find his podcast, Arrow Squad, and uh, check out what Brian got to do. And uh, it's cool because, you know, Jason and I, we, we knew each other from TV Talk. We were producers there, and we got a chance to, you know, just kind of keep the relationship going, keep the friendship going. I interviewed him. We've chatted on and off over the last couple of years. 
And he sends me an email and he says, hey, we've got this brand new, you know, fan fest coming up. Uh, would you be interested in coming and moderating some of the panels? And I thought, sure. You know, what, what does this encompass? What are we looking at? And he said, well, you'll be interviewing the actors from Arrow and The Flash. And I went, wait, wait, what? But I'm going to be interviewing the actors? Yeah, I had a little fan moment there. I got pretty excited. Um, as you know, I love doing interviews, period. And being able to interview some of my favorite actors, I mean, that's like Christmas came early kind of thing. You know what I mean? So I was excited. And I said, uh, yeah, I'll definitely do this. If, it's <laughs> if you need me, I'm so there. And I'll do as many panels as you want. And not only did we just have a great time hanging out with everybody because uh, I'm an extrovert. I love that kind of stuff. But I got to get on stage in front of, uh, shoot, I, I'm pretty sure it was tens of thousands of people there. But I don't know. It was a lot. Interviewing some of my favorite actors. I loved it. And find Brian over at ProfitCastUniverse.com. It's a show all about monetizing your podcast. also heard Brian on the show. is You can find it at the podcast digest.info uh dan was interviewing brian and uh they had a bunch of shout outs for me i won't uh, bore you with those but guys thanks so much for uh bringing up my show and i am returning the favor on that now you might hear some audio today that i i gotta be honest with you i really struggled with this and here's why i always have two recordings of an interview uh, on a PC, I'm using CallBurner, and I've never, ever, ever had a problem with CallBurner. Um, still recommend it, but I always tell people the more important the guest, the better the chance that the computer will eat your interview. That's okay. I always have a backup. I record onto a portable recorder, and uh, this week I spent about an hour because I just moved to a new apartment. And I, uh, to make a long story short, the audio on Call Burner uh, recorded my side, but not Glenn's. Okay, that's all right. I had a backup. Well, the backup about halfway through the interview, and it wasn't on Glenn's side. Something in my board just really reduced his volume, and so I was trying to fix it as I was recording it. But the good news is we have something that's listenable, but it's it's not my best effort. In fact, I was very tempted to to ask Glenn to just come back and do it again. But this is the point here. Good content will overcome bad audio. Now, this is about as it's right on the edge. To me, it's a little distracting because Glenn gets a little fuzzy here, but you can hear what he's saying. And so if this is the first time you listen to the show, this is not a normal um, example of Dave's audio. So without further ado, uh, check out what Glenn is up to now with his latest uh horse radio venture here yeah 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 joining me on the show the most shared episode this year was uh one the only america's horse husband you know him you love him from horseradionetwork.com glenn the geek habert man how are you doing buddy good how are you it's good to be back again and you are you are actually a verb i was uh one saturday (laughs) uh jim cullison from the average guy tv was uh he had an app made and he just recently took a trip where he got sponsored for this. And I'm like, well, what'd you, I'm like, and he goes, yeah, I just Glenn the geeked it. <laughs> so you're a verb. I like to hear that. You know, we trying to tell people they can make a living doing this and they really can. All they got to do is just go out and do it. Yeah. So if you, if you haven't heard that episode, the beautiful thing that number one, you didn't even plan any of this stuff. You just happened to stand up at podcast movement and I heard you and everybody else went, wait a minute, that guy's making a lot of sense and you're not doing 
the th- same things that everybody else is. My favorite was you've been, you're making a living at this and you just kind of now just stumbled across new and noteworthy. So it was awesome. Yeah. I had no idea what that was. And actually still to this day, I've not looked at it. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't even know where to find it in the iTunes app. I, I don't know. Well, I wanted to talk to you cause you just came up with uh you did a holiday promotion. Yeah, we did a horse radio network holiday radiothon about over the summer. I, I like to be first at stuff in our space. Okay. And you know, it's not the first time that in podcasting, somebody's done a 12 hour live radiothon, but that's never been done in our world in the horse world. And I said, you know, we have these dedicated listeners who really help us out. We, we, we know everybody in the horse world. We've had over 6,000 guests and we have a lot of sponsors and I could get more sponsors involved and I could probably get new sponsors that I've always wanted to get the bigger ones that have never come on board would probably go, would probably do this. And one of the things we've learned with dealing with our sponsors is sponsors that never that would never look at you for a week to week sponsorship you know every week in and out will look at you for a one off they will look at one offs all day long for some reason it's a different mental thing with them so we know if we can get them doing a one off and it's successful that they'll come back then and they'll consider doing the long term sponsorship the week to week sponsorship and that's been very successful for us so i was i'm always looking for one offs but most one-offs are an hour, right? You're, they're a usual podcast length. Right. So I knew at the holidays I needed something that was going to be longer that we could fit more sponsors in, give them more opportunity to get the word out. Then we came up with this idea, well, let's do it Cyber Monday. Forgetting, however, that it's also the busiest day on the internet. Um, but we also knew that people were in a buying mood that day. So for our sponsors, it's the perfect day to do it. So I went to my hosts. We, you know, we have 20 hosts. So I went to my hosts and I said, I want to do this holiday radiothon. I want to get everybody involved. And I want to be 12 hours live. And they all went, are you nuts? What's wrong <laughs> with you? And except for one host, and that's Dr. Wendy Ying of the Driving Radio Show said, Great. I'll be there. I'll drive up. She lives a couple hours from us. I'll co-host it with you all day. I'll help you get through it. I'll bring my boyfriend along. He can run for food, you know, and it was my wife was about ready to kill me because, you know, she said, you have 20 hosts and one producer, me. So, (laughs) you know, we got her some help during the day so she wouldn't go nuts. And we ended up, uh, you know, I sent you some statistics today. But uh, do, you, do you think we should go through some of those? Oh, wanna, absolutely. Could... want to chat about some of the stats? Well, we, uh, we ended up with 20 hosts uh, that helped out all day long. It was uh, Dr. Wendy and I emceed it throughout the day. We had over 30 guests, including Charlie Daniels to lead the day, which, by the way, was so much fun. We talked about his horses and his, he loves Christmas, so we talked about Christmas. And we really made the whole day about Christmas. You didn't have to know a thing about horses to enjoy this day. Nice. And we had Bob Baffert. Uh, you might know him from American Pharaoh, the uh, Triple Crown winner this year. Nice. He is, was the trainer. That was the big get of the day. To get Bob Baffert talking about life and talking about Christmas and when he was a kid, and, and, and that was so cool. And that, that was a big interview. And then pretty much everybody that's anybody in the horse world uh, wanted to be on the show that day. So we had 30 scheduled guests all day long. And then we asked our listeners to help out in, in two ways. Uh, excuse me. We asked them to send in voicemails, creative, funny, 
entertaining voicemails. And they came through. They, they really did. We got over 100 voicemails. And the voicemails were them singing songs. They wrote songs about our shows and the hosts. They wrote songs about our sponsors. There were about five different versions of the 12 Days of Christmas that included our sponsors in the days. That's awesome. I mean, that's, that's, your me- that's a new media kit without even trying. That's beautiful. Oh, yeah. And we believe me, we sent them out to the sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> so that was so cool. I sent you, if you want to play it on the show later, maybe as your closer, I sent you what we used as our opener during the day. We got our, our title sponsor, who had never advertised with us before, Weatherbeta. We got them involved in the opener for the whole day. And then one of our listeners sent in the most beautiful sound, the most beautiful song where she's a beautiful singer. Uh, and she wrote this song and it just set the stage for the day. So we had all of that combined into a, into an opener that lasted about three minutes. And I know that's against your rules for the length of openers, but we did that with the Radiothon to give people time to hit the play, yeah. the live button, to get them time to get in before the show started. And and it really worked. Well, the other thing yeah. is it's kind of a special event. Yeah. So I think you can get 12 away. 12 hours. Yeah. <laughs> so in, in proportion, three minutes to 12 hours is like point oh 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 six Exactly. <laughs> And it was it. The day went off without a hitch. All our hosts showed up, and we were getting them on Skype. They all we all we skyped them live in. I had them instructed that you're going to be live when I Skype you. Don't say anything. Just be quiet till we bring you in. We had it broken up by hours, and the hours were jam packed. We had over 200 listeners call that day. Holy cow! We had 10 phone lines through Colin Studio running. Uh, my wife was going crazy because she had to call the guests. And also uh, get the listeners lined up, who we never got to half of them. I'll change that next year. We'll have less guests and allow more time for listeners. We gave away over $3,000 in prizes, including a $1,000 grand prize. We gave away prizes every hour at the end of every hour, and then a $1,000 grand prize at the end of the day, all donated by the sponsors. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a phenomenal day. We had 17 sponsors participate. And this is going to become a huge annual event. We had we reached over a million people. Here's a lesson too: we reached over a million people on Facebook, and we did that not by buying ads. We had it written in the contract for the sponsors that they were contractually obligated to promote it on Twitter, Facebook, and their websites and any newsletters that they do. So they were contractually obligated to do the Facebook posts. And then what we did is we actually sent out a series of emails when we wanted them to post on Facebook and we told them exactly what to say and gave them the artwork. So for them, it was as easy as copy paste done. Uh, So they all did it because we made it easy for them. Uh, and so we reached uh, over. We have uh, one sponsor's a half a million, and a couple others that were in the two hundred fifty thousand range. We got some of the bloggers we deal with that are to end the show. The last hour, they came on as our co-hosts, and they're a riot. And the last hour was unbelievably funny, and they came on. Well, they have a couple hundred thousand followers to their blogs, so they were promoting it and have been promoting the heck out of it even after. So I think we did I think we did almost everything exactly right on this thing and I think it's going to become a huge annual event. I could have auctioned off the title sponsorship with this. I had three major companies who've never advertised with us before wanting it. And I we charged a good bid for it and they I could have auctioned it. I could have made double on that, I think. <laughs> well, there you go. Lesson for next year. Yes, actually, it is. A, a couple of those lessons we are taking away for next year. Uh, it just seemed to work. 
you know, the whole thing just seemed to work. Well, let's let's, let's reverse engineer some of this stuff. Yeah. Uh, How did you get, um, you know, American Pharaoh's trainer? Well, that was an interesting story. One of my co-hosts is the daughter of Monty Roberts, who is the original horse whisperer. And Bob Baffert's father worked with Monty. Mm. years ago in California in the original days of of horse training. So Bob knew the family. So when Debbie, Monty's daughter, called and said, I want to do this for the Radiothon, he said, sure, because he had a connection to the family from years ago. And he told stories about how he went to, to Debbie's farm and met all the horse. It was just the coolest thing. So, you know, I have a motto and, you know, I lead a lot of my talks with this. It's not who you know, it's who knows you. Ah. That is the most important lesson you can learn in business and the most important lesson you can learn in podcasting. And we have used that for eight years. It's not who you know. It doesn't matter who you know. It matters who knows you. And in our world, we try and make sure everybody knows us one way or another. So we've gotten good good hosts. I mean, the hosts really made this. They booked a lot of the guests. Charlie Daniels was booked by my wife. And by the way, she wrote to Charlie Daniels' people through their website and just said, we're doing this thing. We're talking about Christmas and the holidays and horses. You have horses. He'd probably love to come on and do this. She got an email a half an hour later that said he would love this. So he called us. He's 80 years old. He's still out doing uh, – he's still out on the road uh, like half the year. He called us from uh, – Right before he did a concert and uh, spent 20 minutes with us. Wow. It was, it was really cool. That was cool. But I was a little nervous for that one. I don't ever get nervous. I was a little nervous for Charlie Daniels. Yeah, that's, uh, that's amazing. Like when did the idea come up and like how long did you plan this? I was ahead of myself. Usually I, I come up with these ideas about two weeks ahead. <laughs> and then I tell all the hosts that we're going to do it. And they all just roll their eyeballs and, and, you know, cringe. But I actually came up with this one in June. And right before we went to, remember I told you we do the trade show twice a year mm-hmm. where wholesalers and retailers get together. We're the official radio show for the trade show. And we, I knew before that trade show that I had to be selling it at that trade show in August. So we actually sold all the advertising in August. And I was ahead of the game for this thing the whole way. My wife was so proud of me. <laughs> First time ever. But I, you know, after 53 years, I learned. <laughs> there you go. Just, to, you know, eventually you get there. Yeah. And then technology-wise, obviously you're doing this live. I'm assuming you're streaming it live. It's a radio show. What are you using for your, your streaming platform? Yeah, I have four computer. I have four computers on my desk uh, that we use for the live show. I use Mixler for most of the live feed, mm-hmm. so we use Mixler. By the way, it, we crashed it during Bob Baffert. Oh, there you it, go. Yeah, I went. Down, I've always wanted to do that. There though, so. you go. So I went down during Bob Baffert and, you know, fortunately, most people listen to recorded version anyway, right. you know, 99% listen to recorded version anyway. And people who were listening live were like, oh my God, we got so many posts on Facebook, you're down. And of course, I made a mistake too, by not having a technician with us here. I was doing the tech and the hosting and trying to coordinate all of the hosts on Skype and doing all of that here. At my desk, I'll have a technician next year to keep track of the live feed and do all that so I can focus more on hosting. That was a multitasker situation when the feed was down. I was trying to figure out why and all that. So we have that. We have uh, our hosts on Skype on a separate computer. I have a separate computer that just plays sound because hmm. we had, you know, we had put these hundred voicemails into sound into packages that we played every hour that were sponsored. We had those sponsored. Uh, so we had uh, to put those into packages. It took me, by the way, 20 hours of editing 
to get those voicemails into 12 packages that we played all Holy day cow. long. So we had a lot of sound. And that was all done off of my computer. Then we had my wife with call-in studio with 10 lines. And she was handling calling the guests that needed to be on the phone and then all the incoming calls. Because one of the things that happened is we said to win a prize, you either had to submit a voicemail, you had to do something. So you had to submit a voicemail or call us that day. And so a lot of people were just calling, couldn't get on the air, but we were calling to enter the contest. So that's what, what was happening there, why there were so many calls coming in. And then the ones that we could get on the air, we did. Uh, so she was running that end of things. We had my co-host over here was handling all the prize stuff every hour, keeping track of all of that and also helping co-host or MC the show. And, and then we were, we had set up all our Facebook posts ahead of time. My wife actually scheduled a hundred Facebook posts for the week ahead. And now we have a lot of pages for all our different shows. So, and, and a lot of our sponsors made us administrators for their Facebook page. Wow. So we can post on their Facebook pages and they don't have to worry about it. And they trust us to do that. So she was posting on their pages too. So we had all of those set up ahead of time. Amazing. And I know you said you had 17 sponsors. Yeah. So how did that work? Was it, you know, you have 12 hours. Was it just a constant rotation of, okay, now we're back? Well, we had a title sponsor and they were title sponsor for every hour. They got placement every hour. Okay. And they were the top first ad every hour. And then um, we had a secondary title sponsor that was in charge of the voicemail. So their tags were at the beginning and end of every voicemail package. That's what they did. And then the other advertisers were a combination of just plain advertising during the hours, which, by the way, we recorded some of those just to give us breaks. <laughs> yeah. And then you'd have to go to the then, bathroom eventually. <laughs> yeah. And the, you know what? The voicemail packages ended up being five, seven minutes. Uh, voicemails, you know, we may play 12 voicemails in a package and those were really great for eating and taking a break right. and doing that kind of thing too. And then, you know, we also did advertisements at really at the beginning and the end of every hour announcing what the prizes were because the prizes were tied to the sponsors. So that kind of worked because we were describing the prizes and that was at the beginning and end of every hour. Uh, so we had the hours broken down to be kind of consistent in what we did every hour. They were just different hosts and different guests. And a lot of them were different audiences coming in and out every hour. Uh, so that's how we tied all the sponsors in and, and made that happen. And that was a lot of, this thing was a lot of work, but we made money. Uh, you know, we made, we probably made what we do. We made half of what we do normally in a month in one day, but it was a lot of work. And next year it'll be much bigger. We'll do much better financially next year and audience wise. Well, and like you said, you've already got lessons that you've learned and uh, things you'll try differently. You know, you'll have a technician, you'll have this and that. And uh, wow. It's one of those times when you, you have an idea, you're not sure if it's going to work, it should work. And then, you know, you get your sponsors to chime in. And now do you know, has, has anyone that did like a one-off, are they now like, Hey, in 2016, uh, I, I want to jump on this. Yes. Oh, beautiful. Well, we've heard uh, we've heard from several of them that uh, immediately said, oh, this is the coolest thing. They listened all day at their offices. They had it going all day at their offices. They just loved it. Uh, and I think, yes, I, I definitely we're going to we're going to see. I'll be signing some of them up. We have another one of those trade shows and I already have appointments set with them in January at the trade show. So we'll be bringing them in next year. But I think important lesson here is don't be afraid to be creative and come up with some one off ideas because you can get sponsors for one offs that you can't 
for an obligation of three, six months and, you know, make them part of the show. Like with our opener, we got an employee from our title sponsor to actually help us with the opener. And they recorded a, a little bit of the opener with us. You want to hear? Do you want to hear that? I can actually. Sure. Just a little bit of it here. Here's just a little bit. Horse World need wait no longer. The 2015 Horse Radio Network Holiday Radiothon will start in less than two minutes. So let's go to Colleen from Weatherbeta for the call. This is Colleen from Weatherbeta. The hosts are saddled up, the prizes are ready, and the holiday voicemails are loaded in the gate. And they're off! So that was an employee of our title sponsor. Nice. Right there. And we got them involved. They recorded that for us. And uh, uh, and and then here's a, this is our like listener Christmas. who wrote a song for us. Nice. Toys Listen to her voice. And then she actually the incorporates a lot of the hosts into this song. So it was the perfect opening song. And she wrote this herself and just sent it in. She's got a great voice. Yeah, here's the host. And a pony that scoots are the wish of Wendy and Glenn. Nice. Horses that rock and will go for a walk are the wish of Jamie and Jen. So you can see how she got them into the, all the hosts into the, and, co- into the show opener. And to get this straight, you just said, hey, guys, send in your songs, your poems, whatever, your holiday greetings. She just did that. She just did that. We, and it worked out. We had so many of them all day long that at the beginning of every hour, we were able to play one that kind of related to the hour. And it it just worked out all day long. It was so beautiful. I mean, we have the most talented listeners. We really do. And they listen. They're you know they've been listening to these shows for years, so they know us so well, and they know what we like and don't like, and they know what what uh, what our audience likes and doesn't like. And we have you know we have a group of about eighty what we call auditors. They're our our Patreons mm-hmm. uh, contributors. They have their own Facebook page. They're our focus group, we call them, because, you know, they're our Patreon people. Right. They have their own Facebook page, and they spent uh, all day in that Facebook closed room. They They must have made 500 comments all day long, and I was watching that all day to get constant feedback. Mm-hmm. That was the coolest thing. You know, it was their own little chat room, and they had such a great time in there. They really did. Well, and it just goes back to the better you know your audience, the better content you can create, the better content you create. It just, it just you know, snowballs. You know, it's it's a lot has, has happened since you appeared first. What have you seen? You know, I know there are times that you want to just scream at your, your phone or whatever the heck you're listening on that, that you see that you're just like, ah, somebody's missing the boat or, or just... I know uh, originally when I asked you that question, you said, quit being boring. <laughs> mm-hmm. But anything that you've seen that you... Any trends that you see coming or just, you know, any insights? I still, I, you know, I keep an eye on all the Facebook pages. I don't always comment because I don't always agree and I just don't want to be the guy who's not agreeing all the time right. on Facebook. But one of the things I see is it's still out there that you have to have huge numbers to sell advertising. And I'm here to tell you that's just crap. 
You have to have huge numbers to sell advertising to Ford and Chevy. You do not have to have huge numbers to sell advertising to the Kickstarter campaign that you helped get off the ground who are now looking for an affordable way to advertise their product. You need to go after that middle and small company that's in your market trying to make their way and can't afford full-page ads in the magazine for $4,000 a month. You're their alternative, but you need to go talk to them. Don't hold back. Look how, look how many of your listeners, after last time we had that conversation, got the realization that, yes, I can do this, and went out and did it. Yeah. But they, you can't go after the Fords and Chevys. We don't have the Fords and Chevys. We have the medium and small size companies who we know are going to be with us for years because we're helping grow their company. And, and the other thing we should mention, in case you missed the first interview, Glenn's not doing CPM. He's not doing you – know. uh, That's crazy. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. I was like, oh, there's, I'm, I'm hearing clamors left and right. <laughs> I know, I know. It's, crap. it's crap. You're selling you. They're buying me. They're, and I'm not saying that to be conceited. They're buying me and they're buying the dream of the horse radio network. Now we are a player now, you know, we've had 40, almost 4,300 episodes. We've been around eight years. We're consistent. We never miss a week. We're, we're, you know, we are, we have, 32 advertisers. We just went over that last month. First time we went over 30 advertisers in a month that Jennifer built. So, you know, we are, we're real now, but we still don't sell the numbers. We're selling the fact that we work, you know, and we have, we have evidence that we work now, but when in the beginning, we didn't have evidence that we worked. We were selling me. We were selling the dream. That's what you're selling as a podcaster is you. You're the host. They're buying you. So you got to believe in you and you got to, you got to convince them to believe in you. Yeah, that's uh, and you know, along the way, you've gotten people now to know, like, and trust you. We always hear that buzz phrase, but it's true. And in the fact that now you can prove it, A, you've got people making jingles about your sponsors. They're right. they're writing in songs and poems. It's it's just you don't have to say, I think my audience likes me. You just go here, listen to this. And uh boy, that's awesome. We had twelve hours of it last Monday. Yeah. Cyber Monday. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, let's um since we're talking podcasting, let's uh move on over to uh it's podfest.us. This is something you're involved with as am, am I now. So uh for those people that have never heard of podfest.us, uh give us the uh you know, pull your string and, and give us the pitch. Well, it's so, you know, I'm I'm involved with it because you know, I'm 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 just helping them out. I went last year, absolutely loved it. It's two days in Tampa in the winter. Who doesn't want to do that? In February 26th and 27th. I went last year. It was really my first involvement in anything podcast related. I, you know, I've been doing it for eight years, but it was my first outing, you know, uh, to get involved in the podcast world. And I thought, well, it's close. I'll go to Tampa and spend a couple of days. Uh, and it's run by the Florida Podcast Association, which anybody knows they're, they're a really good association. And they did a great job. This is really nuts and bolts. How, this is less rah-rah than you'll see at, at larger podcast, uh, podcast movement and things like that. This is more nuts and bolts how to do it, how to do your podcast, how to sell advertising, how, how to get more one-on-one. It's a couple hundred people there, so there's a lot more one-on-one time. And it's just more nuts and bolts. 
And this year, they, they really had it for Florida last year. It was for Florida podcasters, and they've opened it up to the whole country this year. And they're getting a lot of interest from around the country because, again, who doesn't want to go to Tampa in, in, you know, when the average temperature is uh, 75 degrees in February? Right. Uh, and a lot of people are bringing their families along because there's a lot to do in Tampa, and they're going to have some activities set up uh, in Tampa. So they're doing it Thursday is a new podcaster day. They can come in, and it's really meant for brand-new podcasters who don't have one out yet. And then Friday and Saturday are are geared toward people who have had podcasts out who really want to improve them. And I'm doing the I'm welcoming everybody to Florida in the opening keynote. So I I get to do that. I'm very excited about doing that. But I, I'll tell you what I'm most excited about is hanging out with you for a couple of days because you're coming down. Oh, yeah, you're. You're going to do a session or two, but we're doing a fun thing that is kind of my idea again. But I wanted to do this. I've been wanting to do this at a, at a trade show forever at a uh, podcast event. And we're doing what's called the Podcasters Repair Shop. Nice. So it's going to be you, me, Danny Pena, um, maybe Jeff ba- uh, Brown, Katie Kermitsos. We're all going to be in the repair shop. Yes, we're going to be in our coveralls, and we're going to bring podcasters up and sit them on the repair shop couch, and we're going to help them fix their shows. So whatever their issue is, it's going to be three or four of us up there, the mechanics, and we're going to, we're going to delve into whatever their issue is, spend a little bit of time with each one. So it's going to be in an hour, maybe we'll get to three or four, but we're really going to delve into the problems they're having and how we can help them fix it. And I'm calling it the podcaster's repair shop because we're really going to play a mechanic in that, in that session. But that's something you do all the time. And, and I ended up doing a lot at podcast movement and in the halls. And I just think we're going to have fun with it. And I think that people will learn a lot from that. Yeah, absolutely. I love that kind of stuff where uh, especially the the people that are, you know, launching the podcast, they're, in the, they're so deep into the podcast that they can't see. Here's a little thing they might want to try that could, you know, end up being huge. And it, sometimes you need that outside perspective. Uh, that looks, I'm excited to do that. That'll be fun. And we got other great people coming in. Kate Erickson of Entrepreneur on Fire. Nice. Uh, Justin Crossley of the Brewing Network. And if you've never met Justin, he's a trip. Biz Chicks podcast, Natalie Ekdahl mm-hmm. is going to be here. Liz Covert of Ben Franklin's World. Uh, Katie Kermitsos of Biz Women Rock. Uh, Danny Penna of Gamer Tag Radio. He's a lot of fun. I love Danny, uh, man. I'm, I'm, uh, when I saw him at Podcast Movement, it's like I heard him on somebody else's show, and I'm like, oh, he's on the list of, oh, I got to interview that guy. Because we had like the best conversation in the... Uh, the bar at podcast movement. We're like, Oh, we need to do this with a tape recorder next time. So I definitely got to uh, get that guy on the show. He's awesome. And then we have Jeff Brown read the lead. Nice. Uh, is going to be there as well. And one of the things too, if you're a more advanced podcaster, come to this. I was there after doing it for eight years, you know, for, 4,000 episodes. And I still learn stuff. And we're doing a special session. Uh, we have a special room set up that we're going to, and this is my idea too, because I really wanted this to happen. We're going to do a special session for advanced podcasters where we just go in a room and compare notes. So people that are up, that have been doing it for years, like you and I, if you're an advanced podcaster that's been doing it for years, then uh, you'll be able to come in and just, we'll all be able to sat da- sit down together and, and, you know, have a really good brainstorming session. So I'm looking forward to that as well. Awesome. And what are the dates on this again? Okay, it's February 26th and 27th, and they gave me a coupon code, too, for your listeners. It's early bird, all one word, early bird. If they go to podfest.us and sign up before the end of the year, they can get it for $100 off at $199. That's 100 
That's pretty cheap. So $199 to come to Tampa. The rooms are fairly inexpensive. I remember them being less than 100 bucks. It's at a hotel in Tampa. You can bring your family. The beach is right there. The, the Gulf of Mexico is right there. They, they can head down there. There's a zoo, a really good zoo in Tampa. They have an aquarium, all kinds of stuff to do in Tampa. They have activities in the evenings uh, for everybody that comes, a lot of one-on-one time. You and I, we're always around in the halls, too, uh, willing to help people out. So I'd love to see some of your listeners there. It would be great to have to have a school of podcasting contingent there. Yeah. That'd be so much fun. Absolutely. Plus, like you said, I mean, I'm in Cleveland and it's already getting really cold. So yeah. when I hear by February, when I hear the be. beach, I'm like the beach in <laughs> February. That makes my brain hurt just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, the average temperature down here, I'm in Ocala. The average temperature in Tampa is like 75 that time of year. So beautiful. It's, it's nice. Yeah, it'll be nice. But yeah, podfest.us. Come and see us. Looking forward to it. Glenn, as always, my friend, you have brought the gold. Uh, this will be shared over and over and over again. I want. I really want to thank you for bringing uh, – you, you told me about this Radiothon thing you did, and that is just – again, the thing I love about it is, A, you're, you're really a creative dude. It's awesome because you have the, the sales background, and you, when you combine those two, you know, you are thinking outside the box and showing people that, hey, you know what? You don't have to have 20,000 downloads and a CPM person and a show, a daily show – at the top of new and noteworthy. It's just awesome that uh, you are finding you're, you're getting people to think outside the box. So I, I deeply appreciate you taking time to, uh, to come on the show, man. Well, just go out and do it. Yeah. So you just have to ask. That's all you have to ask with guests and you have to ask with sponsors. Well, I'm going to mix this in right here. Cause I was thinking about this. I just came from the grocery store Yeah. and I don't know how many, I don't know how much the Salvation Army brings in every year. But why do they get a lot of money? Because they have somebody at the front of the store ringing a bell. And what are they doing? They're asking for money. Asking. Right. Yep. So you got to ring the bell if you want people to to give you some money. And uh, I was like, you know what? There's there's a classic example of somebody asking. You know, they're ringing the bell. And I was like, yep, there you go. You got to ask. So thank you so much, my friend. Thank you. Good to spend time with you again. Yeah, and again, we should definitely give you a plug. Find Glenn over at horseradionetwork.com. If you like horses, it is the place on the internet that uh, everything you ever want to know about horses and then some at uh, horseradionetwork.com. What a nice guy. Check him out again, horseradio.com, and check out the event at podfest.us. Looking forward to that sounds like a good time and not just because it's in february and i live in cleveland ohio and it's going to be 75 in florida that sounds just like jam-packed fun so check it out again use the coupon code early bird and i know at the beginning of the show i said hey guess what i'm a verb check this out we're going to go back to another clip from the real brian and profit cast universe things are really happening it's exciting and uh, I only hope that my dad will one day understand what a podcast really is. I'm really trying. <laughs> All right. I'm going to pull a Dave Jackson here and interrupt you for just a second. No, did I? Dude, I just Dave Jacksoned you. I like this. So whenever you interrupt somebody, you know, uh, an actual voice message, we're going to say you just Dave Jacksoned them. Does that sound cool? By the way, that's a term of endearment, Dave. So I don't want to hear any hate mail or hate voicemail from you because this is this is me respecting you, bro. Okay. All right, bro. <laughs> Suddenly, Brian has turned into Dennis Miller. Look, bro, 
Got it. Love Brian. Very good guy. And uh, check him out at ProfitCastUniverse.com. He also does an audiobooks podcast. He does a whole bunch of stuff now. Busy, busy dude. Hey, um, I thought I would throw in, uh, as we got about uh, 10 minutes here, um, there is a podcast, the, the number two, radio.com. This is a new thing from Live 365. We talked about this a little bit on Ask the Podcast Coach. And for $89, unlimited number of listeners, you can have a live streaming show. And I'm going to try to make this quick. I, I the um, Ray Palmero is the uh, rep over that I've been dealing with. I've known Ray for a couple years now. And I'm just going to say I'm... I'm going to have a wait and see. I've had a streaming radio station at schoolofpodcasting.fm for years, and I get, I don't know, a few, you know, double-digit listeners per month. Nothing too crazy, but I'm only paying $13 a month. And it's just, so the interesting thing, I know a few people that are trying this, because there's a 30-day trial, and if you are doing the 30-day trial, please let me know in a month how it worked for you. Because I said the good news is there are stats. You can actually drill in and see where people are listening from. That's cool. The bad news is, is in a month, if people aren't getting big downloads for $89 a month, uh, I think that we're all going to bail. So it'll be interesting to see. And I, uh, like I say, I've I've had a streaming radio station. I'm in the iTunes Radio Now, realize that used to be much more evident in iTunes. You now have to turn that on. It's kind of hidden to see those radio stations, of course, because iTunes wants you to use their music service that's competing with Spotify. So when they talk about being in the iTunes radio, that's not really great. It's true. They're not lying. But the average user has to know to go in and find that. So when you have to educate your listener how to find where your station is. It's a little bit like a podcast teaching people how to subscribe in a certain way. You know, I just tell people to go to learn to subscribe.com, but it'll be interesting to see. It's an interesting experiment. I'm excited again, that it's another service trying to tap into podcasting and give a, a service for podcasting. I'm just not sure I'm sold on the price at this point in terms of a return in investment. So we shall see uh, how that works. So uh, thank you so much for tuning in. And let's see, we've only got a couple weeks left here. And uh, yeah, we have, let's see, this is coming out on the 14th. we got the 21st and the 28th. So uh, next week we'll have a show. I think I'm going to do a show about predictions for, I might do that. That seems so cliche for next year. I'd love to hear what you would like to hear about if you have any questions. And uh, I know I've had some people say, I haven't done in a while, an episode about the tools I use because they do change from time to time. I'm using Hindenburg Journalist. I've uh, started using this the last couple episodes and just so simple. I really do like it. Now, I'm not getting all the cool compression and big bottom stuff that I used to use in Adobe Audition, but I do like the simplicity of this. So that might be another episode coming in the future. So 
Thanks so much for tuning in. If you can answer that question because of my podcast, blank, go over to schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact. Now, if you don't have one of those, how about if you just tell me the last five podcasts you listened to and why? That's always fun. We call those a last five and five. Or if you just have a question, again, schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact. Don't forget you can use the coupon code LISTENER and save on your first month at the School of Podcasting. And you want to do that soon. Come early 2016, the price will be going up. A lot of changes probably going to be happening at the School of Podcasting. As I'm really looking to 2016, it's going to be the year that I go from kind of cruising along to really putting the pedal to the metal. And uh, I'll talk more about that in the future, about how I really want to take my podcasting ventures a little more serious and I think I've discovered what my strengths are, and I'm going to build a product around that and what I want to do. So I'll talk more about that in the future. But until then, stay safe during this holiday season. If you're on the East Coast, stay warm. And um, I hope to see you on the inside. And until next week, class is dismissed. Wishing you a Merry Christmas. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world, one download at a time.